0: Hey there, and welcome to the very first episode of Photon Catchers. We're all about helping you to turn the ordinary into the extraordinary through your lens. Before we begin today, I should introduce myself. My name is Mark Hawksworth, and I've been a professional photographer for 21 years. I work in the UK in the busy world of event photography. A lot of my work is equestrian, and I also do corporate photography, such as conferences, awards, and headshots. One of my specialisms is green screen. I've also been known to photograph celebrities, sports personalities, weddings, and pets. There's always new things to learn and skills to hone in this varied job, and I'll be going into detail about all of these things and more in future episodes of Photon Catchers. Outside of my day-to-day work, I enjoy nature and landscape photography. I've recently bought a drone It's another tool in my photography toolbox and I'm now discovering the world from a whole new perspective. Talking of perspective, today we're looking at a subject that can be applied in any area of photography, unseen perspectives. Now, before you start wondering if you've tuned into a philosophy class, stick with us. We're here to turn your photography experience into an adventure, whether you're just unwrapping your first camera or you've got more lenses than friends. So let's talk about the magic that happens when you open your eyes to the hidden stories in the mundane. The power of perspective, how a simple shift in your angle can transform a dull scene into a captivating tale. It's like a cheat code for photographers. Whether you're shooting with the latest high-tech gear or your granddad's vintage camera, perspective is your superpower. And of course, we'll sprinkle in some practical tips for both the newbies and the seasoned pros. So buckle up, grab your camera or smartphone and let's embark on this photographic escapade together. Unseen Perspectives. It's not just an episode title, it's your introduction to the extraordinary moments hiding in plain sight. Now, when we talk about perspective, it's not just a fancy word for art, It's the secret sauce that can transform your photos from meh to mesmerising. So whether you're starting out with your first DSLR or you practically invented the selfie, these tips are for you. First, let's start with the most basic. Change your height. Seriously, it's that simple. If you're always shooting from eye level, try crouching or even lying down. Alternatively, you could stand on a bench or shoot out of the window you'll be amazed at how this small tweak can add a whole new dimension to your shots. You could even try shooting straight up or straight down. Take three photos of the same subject, one from eye level, one from low down, and another from higher up. Look at the images and see how each one gives a different perspective and a different story to the same subject. Now, usually we want to keep the horizon straight or have true verticals, Have you ever heard of the dutch tilt? No, it's not a new dance move. It's tilting your camera slightly to create a dynamic and edgy look. The dutch tilt is not to be used excessively, but strategically to emphasize specific moments, create a sense of imbalance, or heighten the drama in a scene. It can be achieved by tilting the camera to the left or the right, depending on the desired effect. While the dutch tilt is a powerful visual tool, It should be used thoughtfully because excessive or inappropriate use can be disorientating for the audience and may distract from the narrative. It's essential to consider the context and purpose of the shot when employing this technique. Experiment with it, play around and see how it can add drama to an otherwise ordinary scene. One of my favourite things is to include foreground interest in my shots. It's that compelling element in the front part of your image that draws the viewer's attention, creating a sense of depth and engagement. Why bother with the foreground, you ask? Well, the foreground isn't just a random space filler. It's your secret weapon for crafting visually stunning compositions. By incorporating an interesting foreground, you guide your audience's gaze by adding an extra dimension. So what exactly qualifies as a noteworthy foreground element? It could be anything from a striking rock in a landscape shot to a captivating flower in a macro composition. Think of it as the anchor that grounds your image and provides context to the scene. Now, achieving the perfect balance between the foreground and background is an art in itself. You don't want your foreground to overpower the main subject, it should complement and enhance it. Experiment with different angles and perspectives to find that sweet spot. But fear not, my friends, you don't need a Hollywood set to create compelling foreground interest. Sometimes it's just about getting down low, experimenting with leading lines or simply incorporating everyday objects creatively. The magic is often in the details. Of course, like any photography technique, mastering foreground interest comes with its challenges. Sometimes distractions can creep into your foreground. The key is to be mindful framing your shot to exclude any unnecessary elements. Remember, less is often more. I just mentioned leading lines. What are they? Imagine drawing invisible lines on your photo that guide the viewer's eye towards the main subject. Whether they manifest as converging roads, architectural marvels, or nature's graceful curves, these lines serve as powerful guides, leading us into the heart of a photograph's narrative. They create a dynamic sense of movement, inviting us to explore and uncover the hidden tales within each carefully composed image. Leading lines are the visual storytellers, guiding your gaze along a winding river or a path of vibrant flowers, directing the viewer's attention with purpose and finesse. These lines create a visual journey, taking your audience right where you want them to go. You could also consider experimenting with converging lines, identify potential lines in your scene, such as roads, buildings or any linear elements that draw the eye. Pay keen attention to perspective, ensuring that these lines converge towards a vanishing point strategically placed within your frame. Experiment with different angles and viewpoints to harness the full power of convergence, altering the mood and impact of your image. Whether in urban environments or natural landscapes, mastering the art of converging lines adds depth, intrigue and a captivating rhythm to your photographic storytelling. It's like giving your photo a 3D effect. Now here's the final great tip in our perspective chat. Get close. I mean, really close. Fill the frame with your subject. It can be a facial expression, a texture or a detail that tells a story. This not only makes your photo more engaging, but also helps eliminate distracting background clutter. What's your focus? Some lenses don't work well at short distances. If you have one, a macro lens can be your best friend here. It'll help dive into the world of tiny details, capture the intricate beauty of everyday objects, and watch how your audience gets lost in the small wonders you've discovered. Whether you're just starting out, or you've been photographing for decades, perspective is your playground. So go out there, experiment, break the rules, and let your creativity run wild. We'd love to see the images you create based on anything you've learned today in this podcast. You can share your images with all of us by uploading them to our dedicated Facebook group, www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Photon Catchers, all one word. Make sure you include a description of your image and what you were trying to achieve and include a list of your gear and settings. Well, that wraps up our short dive into perspective. Coming up next, This Week in Photography. I'm Mark and you're listening to Photon Catchers. This Week in Photography We've got hot news coming soon from Sigma a 15mm f1.4 diagonal fisheye lens for Sony E and Leica L mounts. It's a fast, full-frame lens with its f1.4 maximum aperture. I don't think any other lens manufacturer has gone this fast with a fisheye. But what's the diagonal part? Well, there's two types of fisheye, circular and diagonal, and they both have their own special properties. Both give a 180 degrees angle of view but the difference is that the circular lens distorts horizontally and vertically, creating a circular image surrounded by a black border with the distortion greatest at the edges. The diagonal lens distorts diagonally in a uniform manner and produces a rectangular image within the full frame of the sensor. Straight lines appear curved diagonally. I think this new lens will be most useful for photographers who specialize in architectural or big landscapes. Expect an announcement from Sigma on the 21st of February. A new mirrorless full-frame Leica, the SL3, will be launched in March. Its 60 megapixel sensor is the same as the M11 model and sports an all-new touchscreen. It'll have enhanced image stabilization and a quicker burst capability over the previous SL2. 15 frames a second with the mechanical shutter. It'll also be slightly smaller while retaining all of its weather sealing and durability. For me, the biggest upgrade is the active phase detection autofocus rather than the contrast detection in the SL2. This will give the SL3 much greater focus accuracy on moving subjects and will be useful for sports photographers. For video shooters, there's 8K video and 4K 60p. If anyone knows what that means, please write in. Expect a price tag at launch of close to £7,000, which is around $8,500. Time for some speculation on the new Canon R1, which is expected to be launched at the CP Plus show in Japan later this month. Early rumours of an 85 megapixel sensor and a global shutter have recently been downgraded to a 30 megapixel stacked sensor capable of 240 frames a second and a completely electronic shutter. Time will tell at the end of February. It's an Olympic year, and new flagship camera announcements often coincide with the Summer Games. Improving as a photographer is an ongoing process, and here are my top three tips to help you become better with your camera. Practice consistently. Just like any skill, photography improves with practice. Make a habit of taking your camera with you and capturing images regularly. Experiment with different settings, lighting conditions and subjects. The more you practice, the more you'll develop your technical skills and creative eye. Learn from feedback. Always try to seek feedback on your work from fellow photographers, mentors or online communities. Constructive criticism can provide valuable insights into areas for improvement and help you see your work from different perspectives. Embrace feedback as an opportunity to grow and refine your skills. Don't forget you can upload your images to our Facebook group, Photon Catchers, not only to share your great work, but also to receive critique and feedback from our ever-growing community. Study and analyse great photography. Take time to study the work of renowned photographers and analyse what makes their images compelling. Pay attention to composition, lighting, storytelling and other elements that contribute to the impact of their photographs. This can inspire new ideas and techniques for your own work. Remember, photography is both an art and a technical skill and improvement comes with a combination of practice, learning and reflection. Continuously challenge yourself to try new things, explore different genres, and push your creative boundaries. Have you booked your ticket yet for the photography and video show at the NEC in March? Don't forget that working pro photographers, videographers, and content creators get in for free. The deadline for your free pass application is midnight on the fifteenth of March. You can order your ticket and get all the show information at www photographyshow.com. I'll be there creating content for a photography show special, but you don't have to wait that long for your next episode. I'll be back next Friday with another installment of Photon Catches. If you've enjoyed this episode, it would be great if you'd share us with your friends and help the podcast audience grow. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week.